Hey, hey, what's happening, everybody? The Gusto Show is back. I am very sorry for my absence and inconsistency, but I've been dealing with some issues. Mom not doing well, but the show must go on. Um, I'm just going to dive right in. I'm sitting here watching the Bulls against Philly, and I am really happy to see what's going on here in Chicago on the basketball side. Shout out to the Sky for handling their business. Chi-Town forever. And um, these Bulls, even though they're down, I really think they might win this game. I haven't felt like this in years. You know, Matter of fact, I'm sorry to say I might get hit in the mouth if I run up on the wrong person, but I stopped even watching them for a couple of years. So, um... Yeah, this is a good thing and a good feeling, you know, to be able to watch a Bulls game and when they're down in the fourth quarter, still have faith to think they can win the game. And they're playing against my team. Philly is my favorite team in the East. But I must stay true to home. I need the Bulls to handle their business tonight. So, but it's wild. This is crazy. These, these, these new additions... And the little things we did at the end of last season with Vubacic and um, who was the other cat we picked up last year? Um, somebody. But, yeah. I'm really, I am, I'm, oh, why is my man out? My, 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 my draft choice from last year, the power forward, the young dude, Florida State. Oh, man, I miss him already. I miss him already, man. He's a, he's a beast. And I really would uh, like to see him have a full season playing with a respectful squad. And I'm sure he would have bloomed and blossomed even more than he did last year when he was playing for the underachieving Bulls. Joel Embiid killing 16-6-9. But, um, man. All right, let's dive into these Bears. What is going on? Matt Nagy must go. And we need an O-line. They wasting this beautiful defense. Well, I think they wasted it because they don't look good as good as they did last year. Even though we have no secondary whatsoever. Thanks, management. We had a couple of guys last year. They might not have been the best. But, like, that dude, uh, Shrine, with the dreads, he hit hard. Let him go. Then, of course, we let uh, all pro corner go because we didn't want to spend the money. And now we stuck with these guys. And Akeem Hicks and Quinn and um, um, Mac are not getting any younger. Roquan Smith is the only solid young person. And Eddie Goldman is old, too. Roquan Smith is the only young, productive player on defense. All of our other productive players are old and on their way. I wouldn't say definitely out, but we have two or three that may have a year or two left. And again, the rest of those guys aren't getting any younger. But um, Nagy must go. Ryan Pace must go. 
Matter of fact, the McCaskies just need to sell the team to somebody who really likes football. Because the way they're doing things, I don't even think they like or understand football. But I still support them. I'm happy. I see Fields. That was a great joint. And, um, man, I just hope he doesn't get his hair ripped off or get some type of significant injury before the offense gets better. Starting with the line, because I like our receivers. You know, we don't have an all-star cast outside of uh, Robinson, but Mooney got some nice hands, and he's fast. Cohen should be back soon. The running game looks fantastic. We were down to our third running back a couple of weeks ago, and that dude ran for 80-something, almost 100 yards. I am not, I have no qualms with that running back committee. Those dudes are running backs for real. But we're going to flip on back to this old basketball. Bulls is doing their thing against Philly. I'm really, you know, they're still down. But it's just amazing, man. It, it, this, 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 this has, it ain't been like this in years, bro. I told y'all, I stopped, I stopped even watching the Bulls. You know, I'm watching the TNT games and the NBA TV games on nights the Bulls are playing. Because I didn't want to see the disrespect that they were putting on the floor. You know, no knock on Zach Levine, but he was a one-man show ever since he got here. And that's not his fault. Because Levine has definitely gotten better. He's proven himself. He made it to the All-Star game last year. He played in the Olympics, and deservingly so. Now it's time for them to do what they seem like they're on the right track with doing. Putting some real players around him. And giving him a chance. Because I like the Bulls' chances. Uh, my man Vucevic, he seemed to kind of be getting lost in the mix, you know, because he was a 28. Well, he's still a double-double guy. But in Miami, with no other offensive threats. No, it ain't even an offensive threat. This dude is missing a lot of shots. When he was in Miami, he was banging, bang, 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 bang. Dang, the Bulls are back down, 89-98. Boofer just, just missed the wide-open J. But I'm cool with Ball. I like his development, and he has shown his graph on to Billy Donovan's defensive concept. I like to pick up a Caruso because, one, he played winning basketball with a winning team, winning players, and a winning organization. And, plus, he's the same dude every day. You know, Caruso is not an all-star or the greatest thing since um, Bacon or anything like that. But, oh, Bulls turnover. But Caruso is what he is. He's going to bring you good D every night. He plays with his brain. You know, he makes good passes. He moves the ball offensively. He moves his body. He keeps tries to keep spacing on the floor. You know, he don't drag his man over to you and while you got the ball and you stuck in the corner and then make a double team and you end up getting a turnover. Caruso plays smart basketball. He is what he is. You know, again, not an all-star, but a great role player. Then DeRozan is what we really needed because he's a, a shooter. 
You know, he's uh, actually he has improved his three so far this season, but yet to be determined because it's very early. But it looks like his three has improved. And we all know from inside the three, you don't even want him to have the ball if you're on the opposite team because you know it's going to be butter. You know, he's a shooter, mid-range guy to the day he dies. And I ain't mad at him because two is two. You only need one to win. So, um, those, those pickups, these guys have been doing their thing. And then defensively, you know, I knew Ball was not bad defensively, you know, from last year at New Orleans. Or the last couple of years, because he played for them more than one year. But it's a couple of years in New Orleans. I saw the effort, you know, the intensity. He's averaging two steals and a block per game. That's not bad. You know, it's not uh, all defensive, but I like it. Especially since he's playing for me. You know, I'm cool. And my man, Damasu from Morgan Park. Shout out, Chi-Town. You know we the coldest ever on everything. Clothes, fashion, music, sports. Well, maybe not football. <laughs> well, not our professional teams, but I mean our people, our neighborhood, our community. We the thing. But uh, Damasu was an excellent pickup in the second round. And you see he's playing quality minutes. And then the other young guys that are coming in, playing the three and four, tag, uh, we might, it might be a wrap. But the rest of the young guys coming in off the bench, playing the three and the four, you know, these dudes are, have defensive energy. Yeah, um, everything about them. It's okay with me. I'm very proud and happy where they're going. And we have a coach that actually knows something about basketball. Billy Donovan's a proven winner when he was in Florida with Joe Kim and Horford. And, uh, um, man, what's my little skinny dude name? You know, y'all know who I'm talking about. Corey Brewer. He won back-to-back down there in Florida with those guys. Then he went to, um... The Thunder, you know, he did good when he had a whip, but of course then they threw everything away and gave him a bunch of grammar school players and told him, yeah, go compete with that on an NBA level. And of course, he's no longer there. And thank God, because he's here. Shout out. I've always liked Billy Donovan, good coach. Mo Cheeks on the coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? I like what I'm seeing, man. These Bulls are for real, baby. You know, we ain't going all the way this year. You know, I'm not even going to jump out that window. But I wouldn't be surprised to see us go deeper to the playoffs and and, and hurt something. Because truthfully, before we actually started preseason and the season, from the additions, I still thought maybe we'd like make the playoff round thing or maybe make a maybe a six seed so we don't have to deal with that goofy stuff. But um I I wouldn't be surprised if we was a top four in the East. And I know it hey, Miami hooping, uh the Bucks is the Bucks, you know, they have some injuries right now, but they the champ. Everything go through the champ regardless. What whatever say. Whatever anybody say. That's why they call me Gusto. But um 
It's going down. Uh uh-uh, um, the easiest way out. Kyrie Irving. I don't really want to get too far into that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm uh, kind of, man, epic. What's up with this dude? Is he, I mean, is he doing this because he just ain't ready to play yet? Or is he really concerned about the little people who have no choice but to take this government issue um, vaccine? government mandated vaccine um i'm kind of feeling a little bit because it took a minute for me to get vaccinated because i wasn't on that and i don't i would never put anything past the united states government so i was kind of leery and you know like you know it's a little way out but like man are they really gonna turn us into zombies or you know, is this some type of thing where it's going to implement a chip and you'll follow my every move because I'm poor and you're afraid I might be involved in criminal activity? I mean, it was just, I mean, this is something to think about. But Kyrie's track record. Kyrie played when he want to play. And he's been doing it through his career. So that kind of... Makes me leery. I don't know if this is his honest mindset. And that's why he isn't vaccinated and playing. You know, because um, one thing I do believe in, if I had some type of way about, like I did with my family, I felt some type of way. My mother fell ill. And I chose to get vaccinated because I didn't, you know, she was already, she's ill now. And I didn't want to come home with anything and mess my mama up. So, um, we're all vaccinated here in the home. And, um, you know, it's, again, I struggled with it as well. But I, you know, came to a conscious decision. And, again, like Barton said, sometimes it's really not about getting vaccinated for yourself. It's about getting vaccinated for your family, for your friends, for your children. For your pastor at the church, for the teachers at school, you know, whatever it may be, you know, your co-workers at work, you know, because maybe if you get it and your immune system is strong or, or whatever, God willing, you, it doesn't take you down, but you give it to somebody else and it doesn't affect them the same way. They don't make it. You know, I don't want to live with that on my mind. Especially if they do a little contact. Well, we believe he got it from you because he was around you or she, what have you. I don't want that on my soul. And again, with team sports, if I was a professional athlete, again, I would have thought about it and took my time. But, um, you know, because I, I didn't get vaccinated until around May or something like that. Well, I got my second shot around May. Uh, yeah, it took me a minute. You know, I didn't jump out the window. I, I marinated, did my little research. And then one, another thing my pops hit me with, you've been getting vaccinated all your life. You know, you had to get vaccinated to go to grammar school back in kindergarten after you got out of daycare or pre-K and all that. You need a shot to be in first grade. <clears throat> when you get around 6th grade or something like that 
you have to get another round of vaccinations. Then after you graduate, you need another round for high school. So, you know, because this germ may be new or people are just hearing about it, <coughs> the truth is, <coughs> if you shit older than 18, you've been getting vaccinated all your life. So, <coughs> I'm sorry, my throat is dry and I'm coughing. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. We've been getting vaccinated all alive. And those of us, like, I'm 51. I'm not in the best of health. You know, I don't think I'm dying. Thank you, God. But that was a factor. My parents are elderly. That was a factor. I have grandchildren. That was a factor, even though they say kids are, you know, probably less susceptible to death. I don't want my grandbabies in the hospital because of it. So you have to think about all the little ins, outs, read the fine print, X, Y, Z. But I think the clear choice is, I mean, we've been getting vaccinated again if you're at least 18. But this dude takes off because it's his niece's birthday. Remember, he said he was having personal issues and he wanted all. Got caught at a birthday party with a sister with no mask when Corona was going crazy. But he's an advocate. I don't know. Um, the excuses the dude come up with to miss games is my point. I'm not sure if he's really on the team as far as pro-anti-vaccination. I think he's using it as a scapegoat. So not have to play until he's ready to play. Maybe after all-star break, he'll get vaccinated, come back, join the team, they kill the world, and win a championship. And he only play a half a season. Yeah, the money doesn't matter because he's already been paid buku money, his endorsements, movie, Uncle Drew, you know, X, Y, and Z. So the bread is there. It's not like he's a rookie fighting for a new deal. So these little checks are nothing. And plus, he's going to figure out a way, like I said, to get back here before the season over and get some of that money. The dude, I'm just, I, I just think he's undependable. You know, I, I'm sorry if I was a general manager or a fellow athlete, you know, like the star of the team. Hey, we got some interest in Kyrie coming here. No, I'm cool. You know, and it has nothing to do with what he does on the floor. Because Kyrie is a watch him out. You know what I mean? He's that guy on the floor. But he's never on the floor because he always got a story to go and do some other shit. I'm sorry, I have to get that one out. You know, he have to, he, you know, it's always something. Some tweaked out stuff. I, I, I just, you know, I'm not saying he's an idiot. I'm not saying he don't know what he's doing. I'm not saying if he's even right or wrong. I'm saying I don't trust him. Yeah, Philly just took us down 
but good fight by the Bulls. You know, it was a it was a good game. They came back. They were down like 19 and took the lead for a minute, but lost it back. You know, but we held on. We fought to the end, and it was a good game. I still was entertained, and I'm still positive about the outcome of our season. So, hey, I, I'm, I am very cool with the Bulls and what's going on at the United Center right now. These guys are all right with me. You know, just want to see them get better in jail more. Now then flip to, uh, oh, Lord. I was watching Brooklyn and Atlanta, and they went to halftime, and it was a close game. Now I'm back at the beginning of the fourth, and Brooklyn is up almost 20. What's that, 79, What's that, uh, 16? Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all, I can't count. Yeah, that's 16. I mean, that came out of nowhere. But um, I have to finish my Bulls game. You know, now they're must-see TV. Every game, come on, I got to see it. I don't care what the outside game is on TNT or NBA TV or even if the league pass is free. I'm watching my Bulls game. Only way I'm not watching a Bulls game is if it's a football game. Because I believe football gets priority until that season ends. Because the fact there's only so many games. Every game is important. You know, 82 games, you can decide, you know, I'm going to rest every good player on my team. And I'm going to throw these last five guys in at the very back of the bench. Or seven or eight, whatever. But, you know, you go to the bottom of your rotation. And that one game... Won't well. I want to say it won't, cause anything can happen with numbers. It's a possibility that one game will not affect the outcome of your season. In football, you can't do that. Every game is a must-win, no matter what your record is, cause anything can happen, and anybody can be any given Sunday. Um, you can lose to a slouch any day. Look at the uh, Kansas City. They. Lucky they got off the snide because they had the Jets. I mean, the Giants. And then I think, oh, Lord, I think they got us next. Well, that's another win, see? They right back in it. They right back in it because, you know, I'm sorry. Kansas City going to beat the Bears. Well, yeah, Monday night. Correct, Monday night. But, um, Sad day in football in Chicago. Well, I'm going to close this podcast out. You know, I usually try to give you guys an hour, you know, but I didn't really prepare today. I just jumped in there because I haven't been on and I have to develop my consistency and continue to work on my craft. And I hope those of you who listen to me enjoy the show and you share it with others and put other people on. And I'm going to continue to work hard to get better and more consistent and give you guys that real, real. You know, this grimy sports here. Chi-Town, all day. So, shout out to Simeon. Shout out to all my 1980 and 90s um, hoopers from Myron Park. From 55th King Drive down there in Washington Park and 
And, um... Shoot, what's my other park I used to get down at? Grand Crosser. And last but not least, Avalon Park. Chi-Town. Y'all keep on getting it. You young guys, I'm trying to get in and um, watch a couple of these high, uh, high school college games. I mean, high school football games. You know, um, I might be able to, you know, check some people out and get some shots out. Because it's Chi-Town all day. Everybody going pro. Because we the best. And that means me too, guys. But um, I'm going to get on out of here. I'm always trying to keep it groovy and funktastic for you cats. Again, thank you for listening to my joint. And I'll be back to see you soon, guys. Go Bulls. Hey, what's going on, everybody? The Gusto Show is back in the air and cracking again. Um, I want to give a shout out, man, Tom Brady. See you later. I'm glad you're gone. Had a great career, but now we get to see somebody else. Hey, but you was a headbanger, B. Greatest of all time, ain't no question. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a Peyton Manning fan, and... I wish Peyton Manning would have won the error over you, but ah, proof is in the pudding, son. I was wrong. You know, Peyton Manning is still excellent, and I will fight to the end in his defense. So don't act like I'm trying to stun on Peyton or nothing because Tom Brady, like, got rings for his toes, and this is football. Who does that? You know, football, if you win two, you're great. If you win one, you Hall of Fame. You win two, you're great. You win three, oh my goodness, who are you, son? You know, just do what, what? Sadden. Then bounced at an old age. Went to another squad and won one. And then at least made the playoffs. You know, um, they had, they, you know, there are never excuses. You know, injuries and none of that. But, you know, they had the issues they were dealing with. But that's not the point. Next man up, as in all sports, like with injuries and all that. You know, somebody get hurt. Of course, we want you to come back strong as ever and better than ever. But we don't, you know, as far as the next game, hey, we still have to prepare. And we want the next man to be prepared and ready to play. You know, no knock on injuries, not trying to be funny. But we got to move on. Man, and whoo, NBA, I just, man, I'm so upset. Well, I'm not, a, yeah, actually, I am upset because I just, I work nights, y'all. Thank you, Jesus, I'm working again. But I work, uh, not nights, I work evenings. I don't get home until 11. No, I get home about 12, 15. Eastern. I wanted to I call like six people. Hey, dog, you know, I'm ready to discuss the trade with the, I, I can't, with uh, the Clippers. I'm so elated. You know, not really that I, I mean, actually, I am a Clippers fan. And with, with, with both stars out, I haven't been in tune and been in love lately. But, um, you know, I haven't really been given in love because I am a Clippers fan. I really haven't been giving them the love that I want to give them. 
But um, they just got over with this trade. They picked up the boy um, from, uh, I like him, to Powell. They picked up Powell and Covington. They picked up Powell and Covington, and they gave away nothing. Because I ain't going to lie, I didn't even know, um, and I like him from Duke that in that trade. Um, what's my man's name? Winslow. I, I, I watched him to Duke, and I'm not a Duke fan. I roll with the Jayhawk. Kansas all day, every day. The founder of this thing here that we love, the game of basketball. The home of the founder, Mr. Naismith himself. So every year, no matter how we look, it's Kansas do or die for me. My father loves Duke. We beef about this daily. It's like almost weird. No, it's not. It's like we attended those schools. Neither one of us went to those schools. We went elsewhere for college. Point is, Jayhawks all the way. That's a funny thing. Um, but, man, that Clippers track, I just can't believe that, that, I mean, that Portland, yeah, they in a no, mm, I, man, Powell and Covington, you know, Covington, of course, is not a killer killer like that, but he's a very good defender, he gives effort every single day, you know, he's like the old Cliff Leviston, but maybe at the three, and he can play undersized four, depending on what's on the uh, floor, and, uh, but Powell, that's the, almost a 20-point a game guy. That's 18 points a game. And he played a little fake D, and he's not a bad player overall. You know, he moved the ball a little bit. You know, he played a little D. You know, he's you know, a universal soldier. He plays basketball. Again, not a killer, but look what they got. And the second-round pick, uh, 25 via Detroit. So that's like some scribbles somebody else threw them, and they just throwing them to somebody else. So, you know, I was like, really like, even though their cap number went up. But, you know, we playing basketball, and we trying to win, and Kawhi and George. Well, definitely, well, not definitely. Kawhi's looking like he's not coming back this season. And George is in the air. We don't know what's going on. I mean, what we know something about that shoulder, but we don't know how deep it is or what's going on. They're trying to go, you know, just sit back and relax, but who knows? We'll see. Hopefully, he does not need surgery. You know, we never want nobody to take the old blade. Your body is your temple. We love the sport, but, you know, we don't want nobody messed up. Later, you know, because you know, when people retire, usually, especially from sports, because they retire early, they got a lot of stuff to do and a life to live. So, we want them healthy, God be with you, keep it moving. My Chicago Bulls, I just got, uh, got through watching the game. 
I got off work, I DVR the game, so I'm not fresh. So, yeah, I, um, I thank God none of my friends called me. Hey, dog, did you see the game? No, I didn't. Bulls won. Oh, man, I'm at work. Oh, man, I ain't know that. Yes, you did. And I ain't even been in my job long. But my friends know when I'm at work. I told them. You know, happy to be back in the game. But these Bulls, I, I, with all the injuries, they are playing good basketball. We just squeaked past Indiana. We should have won that game last night in Toronto. And over Toronto, I mean, but, man, hey, Toronto remind me of Kentucky University. You know, just a bunch of long, lanky cats. Everybody got handles. Everybody can shoot. You know what I'm saying? Just a bunch of long, lanky hoopers. You know, you only have what what position you play? I just hoop. <laughs> the coach said, "Hey, coach, what where you playing him? No, nah, he just hoop, man. <laughs> you know, man, that's crazy. Toronto long. You know, they got and to make it so bad, they got Van Fleet and Grant Jr. and both of them under six feet. Van Fleet might be six one, maybe when he goes skating. But come on, yeah. But he's a good hooper." So, hey, respect due to Toronto, but we should have beat them. Super Bowl Sunday is next week, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'm rolling with, um, I, I got to go with the Rams. Well, really, I'm, yeah, I got to go with the Rams. Because first and foremost, I'm so happy for Matt Stafford because he was in the division with with the Bears so many years, so I'm familiar with him, and he was always easy pickings for us, and we were bad. <laughs> so in a bad team, know they got a big. How great is that? But I don't. I never thought it was his fault. I always thought you know they you know they never. Put the pieces around him. You know, I, I believe that's why Megatron did a Barry Sanders. And so obviously Detroit must be, I mean, this it can't be just me. Barry Sanders walked away from Detroit while he was still under contract. Detroit filed a lawsuit on Barry Sanders. Said, you owe us some money because you will get, okay, here, take that. I'm out. I mean, come on. We dream about doing these things, being in the NFL or NBA or whatever your sport is. Or actually, if you want to go educationally, you you know, you dream about your passion, what you want to be on, where you want to be when you grow up. What you want to do as a job, as a professional adult. Hey, what you want to be? I'm going to be a rock star. Hey, what you want to be? I'm going to be a football player. Hey, what you want to be? I'm going to be a basketball player. Hey, what you want to be? I want to play hockey. Hey, reach for your goals. I want to be a doctor. You know, things like that. Man, that's inspiring. That's great. Everybody should want to achieve greatness, especially if it's something that comes easy to them or they enjoy it or all of the above. How about that, Barry? But again, I'm not mad at him. He walked away because they didn't put nothing around him. You know, they paid him well. And the same thing with Megatron. They paid him well, but they didn't really, I mean, they did a little, yeah. 
Maybe one other receiver. They didn't do that. Um, and then Matt Stafford, been there for 10 years, through all, I mean, well, he wasn't there with Barry, but I mean, he was there with Megatron. He threw Megatron some bombs. They scored a couple of points together. But um, it, it's crazy, you know, that they really never tried to get better. You know, as me being a, a Chicago guy, a Bears fan, it was cool to be, hell yeah, Detroit. You know, but man, real talk, this is, this is a business, it's a sport, and it's a game. But everybody involved, if I'm not mistaken, wants to win. You know, unless, you know, I don't know. Because the Bulls did us in for some years and had to never go up on prices while they were losing. You know, so I understand the sports game and being an owners and this and that. But you're a trillionaire. It's okay if you take a loss every now and then. Because this, uh, it's like gambling. Owning a professional sports team, and then they had a nerve to say Pete Rose can't go to the Hall of Fame. Owning a professional sports team is gambling. I bet I can get the best team out here, and the best stadium, and the best of this, and the best of that, and we're going to win, and we're going to do this. Investment. On a bet. I'm podcasting, dog. Chill. Imagine that. Bet on the next level, level. Well, it's legal now for us, too. And they always get us, you know, the house always wins. That's the old per se. But I'm happy for my bulls. Uh, I can't wait till next year, man. Because um, we really got to whip now. And then remember, our um, center, I mean, not our center, our power forward that we got from, um, man, I keep forgetting his name now that he out. But y'all know our power forward with wrist injury, hopefully. Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams. I got to engrave that. Because I know Lonzo Ball and Caruso name. Patrick, but yeah, Patrick Williams. Imagine we get Pat Williams back next year. Maybe even later this year. But uh, we need up. Uh, we got a problem because Vucevic is not the answer. I'm not saying, like, we got to get rid of him. But, uh, like, I'm not going to lie. I, I was thinking about this. This is actually what made me do this podcast tonight, y'all. You know what I'm saying? The Bulls need a center. We paying Vucevic good money. And we're, he's untradeable because nobody wants him. Popovich killed him last week with the pick and roll. He is nice. He gets his 20 points. Well, I say he averages around, what, 17, 18 maybe. But, you know, he can get you some 25, 30-point nights. You know, he averages double-digit rebounds, but he can get you 17, 18 rebounds as well. But he has no concept of defense. Tonight, he played fairly well. He had a few blocks. He was dominant in the paint. 
You know, I and mean, you know, we all know he has a perimeter game. Especially behind that line. Pow, take that with you. But um he's um I'm spending my whole draft and free agency this summer looking for long athletic cats. I don't care if you can't shoot. I don't care if you can't throw a rock in the ocean. I need someone to, to protect my rim so I don't have to play Vucevic 30 minutes a night. Because with his defensive performance, even though he is an offensive threat and a dominant offensive threat, his minutes must go down just to show him the importance of defense. So, yeah, I'm spending everything this summer focused on some type of um, big man to relieve. And plus, Vucevic is older. I don't be wanting to play them 35 minutes a night anyway. You know, if he hot or something, yeah, I run him for a few extra minutes, you know, and get what I can get. Um, that's what all good coaches do. But, yeah, he, we, we have to find someone to back that paint up and to actually show him how to be big on defense. Because offensively, I have no complaints. You know, and I was complaining. I did complain about him hanging out on the perimeter a lot and just being there. But he's been going to the hole. He's, and he's ooh, caught a, few, a lot of mismatches. You know, hey, hey, little guy. Hey, give me the ball. I got a little guy. You know, and so I, I give it to him. He's, and yeah, offensively, he's actually gotten even better as the season's progressed. But, man, I'm sorry. I think he's like defense. Uh, it's like something I'm just made up. He's like got defense, anti-defense bacterial or something. I don't know. Defense scares him. Because he does pop. If y'all saw that San Antonio game, and the center wasn't even that, you know, no, it wasn't like he was playing against Joel and B. He's playing against an average center who um, actually knows how to run offense, and they had a decent point guard, and they pick and roll the Bulls to death. They ran it the whole second half. The whole, and every single. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say it, but maybe once we got some help or somebody else, or um, actually Vucevic did probably make a play. I can't even say he did factually, but um, yeah, Popovich tore us apart, and oh, I hope I know the coaches in the league. As a matter of fact, I'm sure they saw it, and I'm sure they said, "Hey, if we got a good center, we can beat the Bulls." Because all we got to do is pick and roll Vucevic. We ain't even got to shoot threes. We just pick and roll Vucevic through the whole game because he going to go for it and he going to let the big man roll to the cup and get the easy layup because he does not play defense. He has no defensive concepts in his brain. It's not in his NBA DNA. Ain't no D. Again, tonight I was impressed. But this should be every single night. You're seven feet tall. Biggest man on the squad. Sometimes the biggest man in the gym. But, um, Bears. Gotta get on these bums. Um, I wanna, I don't even know what to say. All I know, what I do know is 
we hired the defensive coordinator from the Colts, who lost the last game of the year to the Jaguars, which like only won two games, and I think that was the second game they won of the season. And if I'm not mistaken, they were still in... I don't think they were in the playoff juggle. I think they were already eliminated. But the purpose of the point doesn't change the taste of the soup. The Indiana Colts lost their last game of the season to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And not, they didn't win, lose by a nail-biter or some spectacular play. Like, oh, my goodness. No. They got their brains beat in. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, their defensive coordinator, who obviously they fired, is now your defensive coordinator, Bears fans. Um, this general manager, he come from good stock from, you know, Kansas City, but that don't mean nothing, because Matt Nagy has some, um, ties with, um, ooh, what's coach's name? Andy Reid. So that, you know, and just because you come from a good staff doesn't make you good. So I'm not going to blame anything on Andy Reid, you know, acting crazy, because that, that doesn't even compute. That's unfair. Yeah, you know, if you're good, you're good. If you're not, you're not. If you're in a good organization, you know, oh, like old boy, uh, oh, the mean dude from um, New England, he got the job of it, um, in in Nevada, Las Vegas, with the um, Raiders, and I've been I, I read a couple of blogs and saying that Raiders fans are kind of grumbling because they ain't really smelling him like that. Like, man, we straight. Why you do? You know, um, remember he backed out of the coach job a few years. What? Yeah, a few years ago. So, yeah, um. Uh, he did well on the Billichek, but that could just be Billichek. So I guess we'll see. And I, I like I like the Raiders. You know, I, I like the quarterback. You know, they have some nice tight ends. I mean, yeah, uh, the running back is not mm, the greatest, but I like I appreciate him. Uh, man, yeah, yeah, I want the Raiders organization to do well. As long as the Bears beat them, if and when we cross paths, because they're in the AFC, so we won't be seeing them. Uh, well, you never know how it's going to be, but we may not see them. Well, we may see them, but let's go. But I'm not confident in the Bears' decisions that they made this year. From the top on down to GM, uh, I'm not really familiar with this dude. Now, fact, I think that's the one. See, from um, the Chiefs. Uh, I think the GM is from. Yeah. See, I think the Bears should have gave the head coaching job to um, Frazier from the Bears Super Bowl team. I think they should have gave the job to Frazier. I think we should have brought back. Um, Singletary as not defensive coordinator because he's been out the game for a while. I'm sure he's probably doing some something somewhere, you know. But he hasn't been in the league. And but I I, I like him and appreciate him. 
And then, uh, yeah, he should probably be like linebackers coach. Under Lovey Smith as the defensive coordinator. Yes, bring Lovey Smith back too. Because, I mean, I mean, it ain't even a black thing with the, what I'm talking about. First of all, Lovey Smith was an ex-Bears coach. And he had pride in what he did when he was here. And he was a winner. He started, He lost because of the organization. They didn't give him a clue. Don't get me started. <coughs> Lovey Smith got shams. Like most black quarterback, I mean, black coaches in the league. And my man's with this lawsuit. I'm not mad at him, even though it's not going to go nowhere. But it make a little noise and bring awareness. Stop treating us like that. Hire us. That's crazy. That's bananas. But I'm sorry. Let me get back to my bears. I, I love you, Smith, by being the ex-head coach. I think he was, and plus, he's just like a, I mean, yeah, he was stoic with the meetings, but I think he's a stand-up guy, and he means what he means, and he does what he does. I have faith in Lovey Smith. And, um, of course, Singletary, that intensity, can't play with him. Can't work, <laughs> can't work with him. Even though dude went on to be awesome, but I mean, as a head coach, man, if you're not doing what I'm telling you to do, I'm kind of upset, you know, but of course that takes communication, but I'm not going to get into that. I wouldn't bring him back to the game. I mean, I wouldn't say he can't come back to the game because of that. And then Leslie Frazier as the head coach, you know, he's been doing his thing for a few years, you know, but... Head coach, and you're 85 bell. Singletary, 85 bell. You know, you guys were awesome. I mean, there, there's nothing that in my mind that wouldn't doesn't make me think you all are good football guys. You know, like maybe Mike Singletary may not be ready to be head coach. Because of his desire, you know, people not as good as he was. You know, that's, you know, I'm sorry, it's almost blasphemy. But it's like the Jordan effect. You know, when you so cold and you become like an owner or a coach or something like that, and you expect cats to be as cold as you was, but, dude, remember, you were special. You know, Mike Singletary wasn't a Jordan of, of football, but, huh, Mike Singletary was special. Tell me I ain't lying. My cemetery was special. I loved it. He had that crazy look in his eyes. And he'll hit you like a steamroller. Bow! Where you thought you was going? Thought you was going. Awesome. Love my 85 Bears. I'll never forget that game. And I was what? 14 years old? I remember that game. Sometimes you just need some help. Hey, like the golf movie with DiCaprio. I mean, not DiCaprio. Um, the boy from uh, Transformers. The greatest game ever played. That game was so live and so fire to me. And I was young. And I really, you know, at that age, I wasn't. I mean, I, I watched sports on TV. But I was in, outside. I'm a kid. I want to go outside and play sports. You know what I'm saying? I was never really dominated in anything. You know what I'm saying? I was solid in football. 
on the street. You know, I had little hands, but I ain't had no speed, but I had hands. You know, as a defender, I was pretty much, if I, yeah, as I got older and got beefy, I was better on the line. Uh, I was not a good cover. You know, basketball, I was pretty solid, you know. Not the coldest ever, by far. But I was very confident in my basketball game against anybody. You know, I wasn't that type of dude that'd be like, "Ooh, that's what he's doing, oh man. I ain't getting out there. He's gonna be no good. Let me go out there." I ain't. I mean, of course he is probably gonna. I mean, he will embarrass me. But I'm going out there and I'm giving it my all. You know, I might hack Mike a couple of times. No, you ain't dunking on me no more. You know, but I'm not just like going to get on the basketball court and not play basketball. That's insanity. If you don't want to win, don't play. You tell a spade player or a biz whist player, well, yeah, I'm just hanging out while we're drinking. I don't really care. Oh, no, I don't want you as my partner. Don't want just a teammate if you really don't care. So I'm going to close this podcast on out. Thank y'all for listening to me. Gusto show been down for a minute. I got to get back on my square. I want to thank my listeners. Uh, I don't have many, but I appreciate all 12. No, I'm just playing. I appreciate everybody that's listening to me and checking me out, especially my friends staying true to the game. Support me. Matter of fact, I had a friend call me about a week and about a week ago, or less. Hey man, woo, woo, woo. I said, man, I'm working. You know, it's tired. I ain't really been back in school. He said, that don't mean nothing, man. You've been doing this all your life. This is what to do. And he hit me with the. You're actually kind of pretty good with it. So you know, I'm not really happy with my podcast. You know, I'm trying. I'm doing better. I, I do see improvement. But, you know, I want to kick it with y'all the way I kick it with my homies and lay my things down, you know, and just do sports. Because that's what we do, baby. That's what we do. Coming live from Chi-Town. Want to get out to, a shout-out to my son. What's up, big guy? Say hey. All right, chilling with my son, man. Uh, I'm going to go and get out of here because he's been kind of patient with me, you know, because he came down here to kick it with me. So we're going to spend some quality time. I'm going to get off the air. Again, thank you, everybody, whether you're a one-time listener or you're a follower. I appreciate y'all. And remember, Gusto ain't that cat. I mean, I'm, I'm really not in it for the money because if I was really in it for the money, I'd be going harder. But I do want to get better, and I do want to work at ESPN. I love Hubie Brown. Keep keep it moving. Sidney Poitier, rest in peace. Man, all my black people, stop the hate. Love each other. Love each other. Even the, the person that you really don't get along with, then keep them at a certain distance, baby. Do what you do. Stop killing black folks, young folks. Find something to do. Stop robbing stores. Stop taking people's cars. Be breezy. Life is good. All you got to do is put in a little work. Matter of fact, if you put in a lot of work, life might be even easier, kid. Life is good. Love everybody, man. Thank you for listening to the Gusto Show.
Deuces, baby. I'm out of here. Shout out.